3: This is Live Bet Saturday on v the Sports
4: Betting Network.
5: It is Live Bet Saturday across Las Vegas on a Saturday in college football that is quickly turning chaotic. We have you covered from all angles as our coverage continues for the next three hours. I'm Ben Wilson at our South Point Studios in Las Vegas. A few miles away from me is Jeff Parles over at Mandalay Bay. We've got our resident handicapper, Paul Stone, hanging out with us as well. Downtown Las Vegas at Circus Sports. Gentlemen, the next half hour are going to determine a lot as far as the state of the college football playoff. We'll start with the two teams right now in some peril. And in Waco, Jeff, I know you got involved in this game in-game. TCU taking on Baylor, closing anywhere from a point to two-point road favorites. Just scored a touchdown, down 28-20, but missed the two here, Jeff. And that is going to have big implications, as we'll explain in a second, on both spread and total pregame. How did you look to get involved here in-game, Jeff, as, as we're now at a two-point spot,
4: 28-26? Very simple, Ben. Circa dish to plus three, minus 120 on Baylor at halftime. I was very happy to get involved on the Bears. In what was a game that Ben, I thought the first half was dead even. It has stayed dead even so far in Waco, and look, the Bears just holding on to that three, that two point lead after the miss two, and and also too Ben, that total obviously you mentioned it, 57 and a half. There are some 58 out there as well at closing time. If there's no more points, this game ends up going under, uh, and that very easily could have been a converted two by the Horn Frogs, but. Ben, for someone who's been going after TCU, betting against them a lot this year, it would be very satisfying to finally get home in one of these scenarios. But not home yet. TCU has all their timeouts. They just kicked it deep. Uh, one three and out, and TCU could very easily go down Get a touchdown and torpedo me yet again, Ben.
5: Seeing minus 260 for Baylor right now in the live money line. Plus 210 on TCU. I brought up the two-point conversion though, because if let's say Jeff, like you say, TCU gets the ball back, kicks a field goal, could easily win this game still, 29-28, but would not cover, and Stays the game under. would stay under by a half point or a point, depending on where that closing line was at. That is one element of the college football playoff that we're tracking right now. Paul, I know you have, as always, a bevy of plays on these Saturdays, but I. Curious your take on what you've seen in Ann Arbor so far, and maybe how that is going to impact the line moving forward. Ohio state and Michigan, that is on pace to be the most anticipated game of the college football season next week. But, It's going to be a pretty massive letdown if Michigan doesn't even get the job done outright as 17-point favorites against Illinois. Wolverines in a boatload of trouble give up 14 points in the third quarter to go from up in that game at 10-3 to down 17-10, kick a field goal to make it 17-13 and have the ball back. I'm seeing right now, updating the live screen. Michigan is a minus $1.50 favorite live, plus 120 coming back on Illinois where it 36.5, 36-and-a-half, still pacing under to that 41-and-a-half total, and the Wolverines do have the ball on the Illinois 42, but uh, what do you make, Paul, of what you've seen out of the third-ranked team in the college football playoff today, really having a hard time against the Illini?
3: Yeah, i tell you, it's just a, a classic letdown spot, Ben. Um, it, it would be a, a dramatic um, letdown for next week's much-anticipated Thanksgiving weekend showdown there in Columbus, and... You know, early in the week, or after last weekend, when Chase Brown um, became injured late in the game, you know, I was kind of of the feeling, man, he might not even play against Michigan, so I was a little bit surprised uh, that he's well enough to play, and, um, you know, college football, you just never know. It's tough to keep it going and to play on that same level, to have that same measure of collective team psyche, you know, 12 weeks during the regular season, so... Uh, would be an, uh, a letdown, and it certainly would uh, have some impact. I don't think it would be too significant, even if the Wolverines lose outright, but it would have some impact on the uh, opening line when those are posted here at Circa tomorrow on Sunday. At least the look ahead right now, as you point out, Paul, sitting pretty
5: Constantly at a touchdown across the markets that are at least offering that ahead of time. Ohio State and Michigan uh, going to the Horseshoe next Saturday. As far as, uh, by the way, Baylor third and 10 upcoming, Jeff. So it looks like TCU uses their first two timeouts. Still 154 left. Just need a stop. And you're getting the ball back. We'll be interested to see what Dave Aranda does out of the timeout. Michigan also picking up a first down into Illinois territory. And that has now seen their price uh, move up. Michigan has in the live market. Now up to minus 170 at BetMGM, plus 125 on U of I. All right, as we go around the rest of the country, there have been a bunch of very confounding early morning results, Jeffy, It kind of had a feeling. When Navy went into Orlando and beat UCF outright as 15-and-a-half point dogs, we might be in for kind of a wonky one. Uh, And as far as some of these other results, Jeff, it's sort of like uh, take your pick. I mean, with what we're seeing, uh, those those, as you see if you're watching us at VEASAN.com, the final numbers as Navy wins plus 550 on the South Point money line. But of the games we're tracking early, you have Indiana, 12-point outright underdogs, tied with Michigan State, 31 all with 230 to go. You have uh, the, the Vanderbilt Commodores trying to push for potential bull spot if they can win out as in this position, uh, they closed 14 point dogs against Florida up 28, 18 right now with the ball four 48 to go. So we're looking Jeff at yet another, uh, very wonky early slate of games here. And I know you're also sweating out that, uh, of course you and Paul both sweating out the the uh, the UConn Army spot that that everybody was all over this week. UConn plus ten and a half, down ten with five fifty four to go. Uh, of of the other early results here, Jeff, where the big favorites have flopped. Uh, what what's been the most surprising so far?
4: All right, Ben, you, you didn't even mention a few other ones where
5: I, Liberty that was that was just losing, the tip of the tongue. Yes,
4: uh, Liberty is losing to Tech, who's been miserable all year. Uh, and Vodek's been the right side that whole game. 23-22. Vodtek is about to punt it back to Liberty with a little, little over three minutes to go in now one. Uh Nebraska's beating Wisconsin and Wisconsin has to uh drive now down by five late. So I mean, look, there are there is a lot of weird things. And you know, Ben, I I didn't have I I didn't have much of anything early on. In this uh, in this college football Saturday, I only had UConn, which seems to be in a little bit of peril because UConn stopped scoring, and they got stopped on the goal line in the second quarter. Really a killer sequence where they had a touchdown taken off the board correctly by replaying and then got stopped three, play, three straight plays from the one. Uh, look, it, it, it's this is always the weird week, before the final week of the regular season, mm-hmm. where A lot of teams just are in great look-ahead spots. Michigan, obviously, right now. I know it's weird to say TCU is in a look-ahead spot, but they're kind of in a look-ahead spot for two weeks because they had their sights set on the Jerry Dome and the Big 12 title game in two weeks. So just a lot of weird results can happen in this next to last week of the regular season. We're seeing it today, Ben.
5: And you mentioned the Wisconsin game. That was one of the other, uh, at least of the power five games with double digit spreads, three potential outright upsets coming down the wire in this early window. Wisconsin is, uh, they're, they're minus 380 live right now, down 14 to 9, 45 seconds to go. They do have a third and goal, though, and knocking on the door at this point. Total is very much safe, though, to the under right now, at least you would think. Wisconsin with one timeout left, so we wait to see what happens there. Wisconsin still with a puncher's chance in the Big Ten West, a Big Ten West that is extremely uh, bunched up at the moment. So we'll see what happens there. TCU did force the punt, so Horn Frogs get the ball back with 134 to go, and I'm seeing TCU and Baylor basically – pick them right now on the live line baylor has taken a little bit of uh, money here after a brief adjustment minus 130 at Bet mgm so those three uh, right now will track wisconsin i don't know if they got in on third and goal but there is a review and it looks like they did score so the badgers trying to avoid the massive upset against Nebraska and continue that streak of 20 consecutive bowl-eligible seasons for Wisconsin, third-longest streak uh, in the FBS. So keep it posted on TCU-Baylor. TCU ball down two with 90 seconds left, and Illinois-Michigan, Michigan down four, second down with 5.30 to go inside the Illinois 25. As we like to do, though, and we want to get Paul's thoughts on some of the late afternoon kickoffs still to come in about 20 to 25 minutes, because as Jeff said, Paul, it's that week before the mega final week of the college football season, and there are a lot of different angles to look at. Well, stick in the Big 12, a league that has had so much parity and back-and-forth all season. Uh, what did you like about uh, the spot coming up here in Texas and Kansas that, uh, that earned a bet on your ticket coming
3: up? Uh, well, I've got a total in this game, actually. I didn't play the side. But, you know, first of all, Kansas uh, could be without its top two quarterbacks. Backup Jason Bean, I think he's clearly out. And then Jalen Daniels, he's missed the f- uh, last five games due to a, a shoulder injury. He's a game-time decision. My gut instinct is is that Daniels is going to play. Uh, the Longhorns, they've obviously been uneven in their performance throughout 2022, but they've certainly been exceptional all season defensively. Uh, in fact, Texas ranks in the top 25 in both points allowed per game, 21.3 points per game and yards allowed per play at 4.8 yards per play. Uh, that's against the schedule, one of the toughest in the nation, currently ranked second most difficult by Jeff Sagren. Texas's quarterback, on the other hand, Quinn Ewers, has been erratic in the passing game. At kickoff, winds expected to be around 16 miles per hour, so probably not the recipe for a young, struggling quarterback to uh, right the ship in the passing game, if you will. So even though Kansas is vulnerable def- uh, defensively, they're awfully good offensively, I think this game is worth a try at the under 64. Nice. The respected money. Paul, it has been on both Texas
5: and the under, opening 7 and 68 and a half behind you at Circa. Now sitting mostly 9 or 9 and a halves and 63 and a half to 64. A couple of 64s you can still find on the total. All right, Jeff. Michigan fourth and four with 438 to go. Like Paul said, would be the, uh, just the letdown of the season. If Michigan couldn't even win the game outright heading into the showdown against Ohio state, certainly Tennessee fans hoping Illinois can get a stop here. We have a timeout. So we'll see what happens after that. And then TCU under 30 seconds to go pick up two first downs. They are in field goal range here. Jeff with no timeouts would be right now about a 44 yard field goal attempt third and seven coming up 22 seconds to go. This is pretty
4: wild. I, I'm ready for 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 Dugan to throw a touchdown here to, to plus three. that's what I'm fully fully mentally prepared for. You know it's it's an interesting decision for Michigan Ben. Uh, I, I mean, I imagine they're gonna go for it. you have all three of your timeouts down four. If it wasn't Chase Brown on the other side, I know it, it would be laughed at by some. I'd actually consider a field goal more often than I normally would in this scenario, but you got to go here if you're Michigan and look, this could be your whole season here. If you're the Wolverines
5: Wolverines going to go for it, we'll update you out of the timeout third and seven TCU is running the ball. They have no timeouts. Mm. You got to get the kicker on. Uh, We'll let you know what happens next. Will TCU stay undefeated? We'll see.
3: This is Live Bet Saturday on
7: v the Sports Betting Network.
5: College basketball is in full swing, and now is the time to get your copy of our annual betting guide. At over 400 pages, it's our biggest betting guide ever. With odds, trends, power ratings, and analysis on every team, our team of experts, including Greg Hoops Peterson and Matt Humans, provide their predictions for win totals, futures, conference champions, tournament teams, and breakdowns of all 60 coaching changes. Since last season, the only way to get the guide is to become a VSIN Pro subscriber. Sign up now for just $99 and get VSIN Pro access to everything we do all the way through the Super Bowl. Sign up today at slash subscribe. They have done it again. The TCU Horned Frogs despite giving up over 500 yards of offense today. As we were going to break, tried to execute the old fire drill, and they do it. Jeff, a nice win for you. Baylor's second half gets home as the Bears are outscored 15-14 in the second half, but Baylor plus three does cash. That total ends up just sneaking under, 29-28. TCU does not cover. Now, if you did bet this very early uh, to the over you might have gotten in circa open that 56 and a half so a few numbers early in the week to the over did cash but uh, guys what a what is showing once again for the Horned Frogs they've had the uh, the variance on their side basically all year have been big underdogs even over the past couple weeks to even make the college football playoff despite being in the top four and their odds coming into this week had been cut from seven to one down to plus 230 you have to think Jeff those odds are only going to shorten now after the Horned Frogs get it done yet again <laughs>
4: Yeah, no, Ben, it's uh, it's going to be very hard now, even if they somehow blow the game next week against Iowa State, which I don't see happening. If they win in Arlington in two weeks, it's going to be hard to keep them out at this point, because to me, even though, look, if USC rattles off a win against UCLA, Notre Dame, and then whoever ends up representing the Pac-12 North here in Vegas, it's going to be hard to keep them out. But I don't think UCLA's running or USC's running that gauntlet. So, look, TCU should be pretty close to being a small favorite at this point to uh, to making the college football playoff. Whoever their opponent is in, in Arlington, they'll be a favorite against on a neutral. They're going to be a favorite next week at home by more than the touchdown against Iowa State in all likelihood. So, uh, look, I... Uh, I, as ridiculous as his run has been, I I, I think TCU is getting to the playoff. Now I just hope for their sake they don't match up with Georgia because if they match up with Georgia, that will look very similar to what we saw LSU do to Oklahoma a few years ago.
5: Yeah, it, Paul, it's amazing on the on the power front. I know the respected betters like you. There's been that sense and the the. Respected money has gone against TCU so many weeks. I know you didn't have a position on this game, but uh, when you've looked at what TCU has done in the middle of a very tough top to bottom big 12 conference, it's, it's certainly been an incredible story. I just wonder from, from your perspective, Paul, like where does the Tennessee number go? Obviously that's going to depend a lot on what happens here for Michigan, who did just settle for a field goal after picking up a fourth down, down by one with three minutes to go. But there's a lot of interesting numbers now. I think Paul that are going to shift here over, over the next 24 hours as it relates to those football playoff odds
3: yeah I mean first of all I'll uh I'll disagree with Jeff just slightly although he did say that uh he believes TCU would be a small favorite if TCU sweeps the board I mean they're in the college football playoff oh, uh, easily. the Big 12 is the uh, oh. even though they're not even though it's not a a top heavy conference by far the strongest conference top to bottom they won't take a one loss uh Pac-12 team over an undefeated TCU and they're likely going to play Kansas State. I think last time I checked, Kansas State ahead on the road against West Virginia, which I think would put them in that championship game. So they, they've still got some, some football games to win. You know, again, uh, Iowa State, even though they're one of the weaker teams in the conference, um, you know, they, they almost beat Texas and Austin. Uh, they could also give uh, TCU all they could handle. And then Kansas State on any given day, uh, that's a top-level uh, football team. So that'll be interesting as well. And, um, you know, as far as Tennessee, you know, again, I think they're uh, they're going to benefit from not being in the SEC championship mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Uh, but if they went out, I mean, Tennessee's uh, an automatic in the playoff as well. So uh, their playoff uh, chances and uh, odds have to be getting more favorable for sure. Now Vols
5: were minus 350 heading into this week, up for minus 240, Last week, there's a lot going on in the Big Ten, uh, though, Jeff, and we'll circle back, get a couple of previews for the late afternoon games in just a second. But, Uh, First off, Wisconsin's able to survive, so congratulations to the Badgers. Make it 21 straight years bowl eligible. That would have been in real peril had they lost his 10-point outright favorites today. But Jim Leonard's Badgers get the job done 15-14, under easily cashes. Nebraska covered the entire 60 minutes as a big home dog and get the job done there. But elsewhere in the Big Ten right now, and, and you called this, Jeff, you thought for Michigan, given the defense and the strength there, kicking a field goal would not be just an insane idea. And after... Jim Harbaugh's team gets the first down on a fourth and 4 conversion, go backwards a yard, fourth and 11 decide to kick. So down 17-16, Illinois is minus 250 live here and Michigan in the process of taking timeouts trying to get the ball back. Plus 180, is that is that worth a look right now on Michigan to win the game here money line?
4: I don't know. I don't know, Ben. I I would have liked it before taking more time off the clock and then kicking the field goal with less time. Uh I I think I would have I think I it would have been a go on that fourth and eleven, Ben. But look, uh, you're you're in a scenario now. It's all or nothing for Michigan. You got to stop Chase Brown three times. That's what it comes down to. And and again, I part of the reason I didn't bet Illinois today was I didn't know what version of Chase Brown I was getting because of the injury he suffered late in the game last week in their loss. And Chase Brown has looked like himself. So that's why again, like Illinois. Uh, Illinois. Illinois is a, a perfectly solid football team. They've proven this this year. Now, should they be winning this game? Probably not. But here you go. You got to beat arguably the best running back in the country. You got to stop them three times, and they stopped them twice so far.
5: And it, look, is, as well, we have a third down coming up now. So 2:59 to go. Uh, Michigan using their second timeout. So yeah, I mean, you're you're right in that middle ground, the gray area. Jeff would make, which makes it tough. But Jim Arbaugh clearly feeling he has confidence in the special teams, confidence in the defense as well to get the ball back uh, as well in the big 10. I just wanted to mention this quickly. There's not a whole lot of betting implications, at least uh, that you could really get involved with live right now, but Michigan state just missed a 22 yard field goal on fourth and goal to win the game with five seconds left in regulation, right? Missed a 22 yard field goal. Michigan state guys won a 13 FBS teams with a chance to clinch bowl eligibility today at five and five, 12 point favorites against Indiana. And they are not doing that right now, even though they got some money today. Now this was bet up. Heavily from 40 and a half at the opener all the way up to 47 and a half in some spots at close, uh, and that that game obviously just flies over at 31 all. Michigan State, a live short uh, favorite right now, seeing a minus 145 here with the ball in overtime. But uh, the uh, the confounding nature of the Big Ten continues. I just wanted to uh, to mention that very quickly, uh, and it, it will be a it looks like for Michigan State, a uh, Touch, I know incomplete third and goal dropped pass of the end zone. So fourth and goal decision now for Mel Tucker's uh, Michigan state Spartans. Uh, before we go to our, we'll do one final Michigan update here, Jeff flag on somebody in Illinois and Michigan. We'll see if, what? if, uh, if, if Illinois, because if Illinois picks up a first down, this game is not over, but they'd be able to run the majority of the clock out at this point. And, and Jeff, that's always the big issue that you would have with kicking when you're down four needing to get a stop. But it is an offensive hold, so that will not be the case. And Illinois is going to have uh, third and long here. So just to, just to point that out, uh, the, the live lines have continued to shift. Illinois, though, has come down a little bit, down to minus 175. Michigan now plus 130. They were plus 180 a second ago. Okay, Paul, we'll get thoughts from you here on a, a couple of these late afternoon games coming up. We've seen Michigan, whether they win or lose, it's been a massive look-ahead spot that has clearly manifested itself today ahead of the Ohio State game. With watching that, are you at all inclined to think that the same sort of game flow might work in the favor of Maryland today, hosting Ohio State and catching a ginormous number as I look right now and get the updated line? We're up to 26 or 26 and a half most spots. Uh, Maryland catching a ginormous number at home today. You think there's any chance the same sort of thing happens on the
3: Buckeye side that is happening right now to Michigan? Well, certainly, I mean, as, as Jeff and yourself both pointed out, I mean, this is a weekend where, where some crazy results happen, so you've always got that possibility. I thought, you know, I did, I'm not involved in the Ohio State-Maryland at Maryland game, but I thought the line was a little bit heavy, and uh, certainly if it ticked up to, you know, 27, I can see a person just with the fact that uh, Ohio State is in a potential look-ahead spot, and just the fact that the number might be slightly out of whack. I mean, Maryland hadn't played its best football uh, the last few weeks necessarily, um, but they've got a capable offense, and and you know playing at home, and again the the next to last Saturday in November, funny things can happen. So mm-hmm. uh, if I was going to place a wager on this game, it would absolutely be on the Terrapins uh, or nothing. Yeah, and you think about
5: uh, could the same possibility maybe. Play out in Lexington, Kentucky today, Jeff. Georgia and Kentucky, another one of the marquee games between teams in the playoff right now, who are laying massive road numbers. I'm seeing Georgia up to 22 and a half market wide. A- any chance you want to look to get in front of the Georgia train today, there, Jeff?
4: I did, and I'm sure I'll regret it early. Right. I, I took 22 and a half <laughs> with Kentucky. I mean, look, Kentucky's coming off a terrible loss to Vanderbilt. That hey, it doesn't look as terrible today after what the doors did to uh, what the doors did to Florida, but. Look, whenever you're betting against Georgia and going on the opposite side, you could always get a situation like we saw earlier this year in Columbia, South Carolina, where Georgia just decided to show up and destroyed them. You could also get a scenario like what happened in Columbia, Missouri, where Mizzou actually almost had a chance to win that game. So hopefully I get something that's closer to what happened in Como as opposed to Cola.
5: No doubt. Uh, Paul still has a play for one of our 4 p.m. Eastern games. We'll talk about that with him in about 20 minutes, Cincinnati and Temple. But up next... On a day like today with so much chaos, it's good to have Jimmy Vicaro stop by. Jimmy joins us next on Live Bet Saturday.
3: This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN,
7: the Sports Betting Network.
5: The World Cup countdown is on, and now is the time to get your copy of our World Cup betting guide. We have an in depth analysis from Nigel Seeley on all eight groups, and VSIN's team of experts provide their picks and predictions for every group plus the Golden Boot Award. If you're new to betting World Cup soccer, don't worry. Josh Applebaum also has all the breakdowns as he looks at everything you need to know. The only way to get the guide is to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Sign up now for just $99 and get VEASAN Pro access for everything we do all the way through the Super Bowl. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And if you want more betting insight from the World Cup, check out our World Cup betting preview show on YouTube. Just subscribe to VEASAN Live on YouTube. YouTube. We'll welcome back both Jeff and Paul in a little bit, but back on Live Bet Saturday, I'm Ben Wilson at the South Point Sportsbook Studios. We've already seen TCU, one big scare, <laughs> just getting by 29 28 over Baylor as the fourth ranked team in the college football playoff. As we welcome in the legendary odds maker, Jimmy Vaccaro, we've got another big old sweat with Michigan. Picking up a fourth down, down by one, 17-16. And I know you are very interested in the outcome of this game for, I'm sure, a lot of reasons.
7: Yeah, a lot of people are. First of all, let me just send this out to you and all our close friends out there who listen and love our show. You don't get your nuts off watching this stuff here, kid. (laughs) Get a regular job. I That's mean, k- you see, <laughs> yeah. what, what 10 minutes ago, it looked like TCU had no chance, and Michigan was going down, and you see see the things that are happening. And one more quick thing to tell all you people out there that you might want to know or you might not. When you build up to uh, Thanksgiving weekend, it's usually a slow weekend because people do try to have, like, a normal life to some degree. Uh, not so far. Every every year now, even the Thanksgiving building up to it is getting bigger and bigger. Because this college football is simply off the chart. Don't
5: worry, Jimmy. I'm not getting a regular job anytime soon. I (laughs) I, I like. I like. I never had a regular job. I know you did it. I'm trying. I'm just trying to be Jimmy. Do the the (laughs) same thing. Uh, So they're also reviewing a potential catch that looked like it hit the ground. So we're going to wait to see what happens. Michigan. The last number I was seeing minus two ten live money line in field goal range. uh, The third team right now in the college football playoff rankings. So this you mentioned. We talk about Michigan, talk mm-hmm. about TCU. There have so far been three different double-digit outright upsets yes. already today, I Jimmy. I have to think that that worked out pretty well in your favor. Yeah, so
7: far, so good. Obviously, you know, when you get to this thing, and now they're starting in the back of their heads, all these committees, who's going to pick the guy? Who's going to be left out? You know, is the TCU going to be left out? Is Michigan going to be left out if one of them happened to lose? So that's what makes it interesting also, is the buildup of what's going to happen. And you know what you always get at this time of the year is it's just like – tack on the last touchdown to show the show the committee, Committee, they're like you're even really, really playing guard, you're yeah. you're really mashing people, so it's a lot of fun from here on out, it really is.
5: I know in a general sense, if you're looking just at situational spots, a lot of betters looked at the, the situation for Michigan today and said, Correct. okay, big look ahead Ohio State next week, the huge yeah. showdown at the Horseshoe, let's take seventeen and a half with uh, with Illinois, was there a lot of action uh, here at the South Point on, on the Illini today?
7: Yeah, it was, it was twofold, but yeah, we got a little bit more play on the dog there than we normally would, but uh, obviously you know, once you saw the game being started, like after the first quarter, he says, you know, I know anything can happen, but you know, what? I feel pretty good taking all these points.
5: Well, let's watch Jake Moody from 36 yards. Good Michigan field goal with wow. nine seconds left to go up two, wow. and it looks like the Wolverines <laughs> are just going to survive. Wow. Wow. Big sigh, early for a lot of Wolverine fans, for futures uh, betters as well on the market.
7: Wow, uh, TCU should have uh, almost lost and this team when nine seconds ago they they won. You know, I, I give uh, I give Harbaugh a lot of credit there. I don't know if I'd have you know punted, uh, you know, or, or cooked, kicked the right, field the goal first before field goal. this, and then you know. But then he, I guess he kind of figured this team isn't going to score against us, so let me just like with all my timeouts left, and I got the better team, and that's exactly what happened. So Harbaugh. You're smarter than me, I believe. Okay, hey, we know how
5: college kickers are. So well, it, yeah. it, there's yeah. a lot of trust that has to go into make what the execution that you just talked about.
7: And, and you know, and watching the TCU kick kicking the field goal, I mean that thing could have went sixty yards. I mean he just went there and like was zooming right through. But it's still a it's still a tough spot to put a twenty year old into. Very that like difficult. M- would take care of the whole rest of their season if he wins or he loses. So my hat's off to both those teams. Oof.
5: Okay. So we take a big old deep breath. Jimmy takes a sip of water, mm-hmm. TCU in Michigan. Again, that game is nine seconds left, but Michigan now uh, likely to survive here. As far as the, the futures, we haven't asked you about this because we've we've just assumed there would be so much chaos. Mm-hmm. We might as well wait till we're down to the final week or two of the regular season. Yeah. Uh, futures-wise, where do you guys stand with uh, with action coming in at this First point? First of
7: all, uh, futures are a big, big object anymore. Used to be like way back when, we it didn't even put up futures until August. Now we put them up all year round and it draws a lot of attention. You know, and 80% of the time and this year is the same way. We always need, like, a big favor to him because nobody wants to take, you know, 4-1 to one with Georgia, you know, back in right. June or July. Uh, they want the TCUs. They want the teams which are a little ahead of us as far as, like, power ratings whatever. So if you take somebody – and I've said this in a nice manner. Of course, you could not listen to me. That would be fair, too. <laughs> of course. I don't think you should bet that future bet for any uh, good amount of money unless you're getting at least 15 to 20 to 1. Then you maybe can do something when you get to this point. You know, if, if you're getting 4 and 5 to 1 – you know, you got a uh, very good team, uh, the better team, but, like, uh, one mistake and you're done. So I've always suggested that, like, you know, we're okay again with the futures. There might be one or two, you know, we blow 100,000, which, you know, truthfully, ain't a big deal anymore.
5: Not, not anymore with the sort of numbers that you yeah. always tell us uh, that come in. That is a good point that I don't know that we talk about enough where if you, we always think about, okay, you want value. Right. You also want teams with legitimate pathways if you're getting involved in the futures market. But it's like how do you parse together the whole thought of, Tying up money for nine Mm. to twelve months on a four to one shot, where sure your your team you're betting is likely going to be in the mix, but there's not. But what are you going to win? Right, Right. and it's again, and you're sitting. That's money you Mm. have tied
7: up for and maybe a calendar year as you're talking about. Well, the people who really, really, really take it like. This is a big deal. Put myself in a good spot. Eight eight months later, it's like those are the people who obviously have more money than you. Those are the people. If if you bet five hundred or a thousand or twenty one, it, it's obviously a, a little different way you look at things when when September comes. Also, so uh, there's a lot of thought press, you know. Connected to this stuff.
5: No no question. Uh, They have one last play for Illinois, one second left of their own 39. (laughs) It looks like, though, Michigan is going to survive, and that will also come under, uh, two in that particular spot. For the rest of the day, we've already seen a boatload of upsets and very close calls. So you'd think that would probably continue to manifest going forward. Uh, Any big decisions that you are looking at from behind the counter?
7: Yeah, like uh, I'm going to – I'm gonna go to Vanderbilt and play this year. They're still bowl yeah. <laughs> eligible, aren't they? Yeah, they are. That's Vanderbilt incredible. just upset Florida. Now, that's what you want. You want five hundred to one on Vanderbilt for your ten dollars. You know, yeah, you're better off you or something like that. But like, yeah, that's how nutty this stuff is really, really getting, which is good. So, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll
5: see there. what happens. Vanderbilt was a fourteen-point dog, plus four fifty <laughs> behind us at the South Point on the money line, thirty-one twenty-four for Clark Lee, and they have a chance with a win next week yeah. to get bowl eligible. Pretty incredible that a five and six record right now uh, we want to get a few minutes in jimmy talking nfl yeah and the big game that had the site move with the venue there with the epic mm-hmm. snowstorm going on in buffalo right now we have this bill spot against the browns yeah. take me through what, what that was like from your perspective with the, with all the weather and then the venue change this week
7: pain in the ass. oh my goodness it is and, and i tell us a Every day for the past 48 years. Check your ticket and check the rules when you get something like this because, you know what, some casinos offer a different set of rules. So as long as we post the rules, you know, we're okay. We can protect ourselves with that. But, you know, I thought there would be a bigger swing. It was nine before all the insanity started, mm-hmm. and now it's, you know, seven and a half and sevens around here. I thought it would be a little bit more on Buffalo, uh, but there really hasn't been. I tell you what it did, it slowed down the teaser bets we get on the bills. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's a good point. What you, okay, I'm asking you, young man. What do you do if you're Buffalo? What state of mind are you in? You know, now you're, you were home. You, always, you, you like to be home, stay in your own house. Now, it was just yesterday, too, I think, that they flew to Detroit. So right. it throws everything out, out of kilter. So it'll be interesting. So uh, the, the teaser business went down on Buffalo, and I can surely understand. I would imagine that, again, with the lack of certainty
5: there, I would probably counter that. uh, Can can Cleveland stop anybody right now? Mm -hmm. That's kind of an issue for the Browns. But it's a very valid point. We've seen that total also rocket up now to 50, touching uh, here. And quickly,
7: we had one of our better days just a few days ago. The Packers are done. I mean, yeah. we didn't write a ticket against them. I mean, all day long, it was a, a very, very good win for us. And you know what? There's something wrong with this Rodgers guy. I mean, he just uh, – the, the open receivers he had in the fourth quarter of that game was insane, but that was a huge, huge win for us. Uh, between the Detroit outing
5: when he yeah. threw the three interceptions, two in the end zone, and right. then Thursday night – I'm with you. Uh, You've watched football long enough to probably have have a good inkling of when things are just off and not right for the teams that are very publicly backed, like a like a Green.
7: And he stopped saying it. Remember after the first couple weeks when they weren't playing good. uh, You know, it's early yet. relaxed. His temperament is quite different when he's in front of the microphone. I think he. uh, You know, would I be surprised? And of course, I don't know anything more than you people out there do. It's simply, you think it might be something wrong with him. With the arm or something, I mean, just that's a, I mean, when you see him throw an overthrow an open receiver by three and four yards, right. it, that's not normal. And look, something we have seen: quarterbacks. You
5: get kind of toward the end, it yeah, can it go downhill really quick. I think I asked you back in September if you'd ever done uh, ayahuasca, and you said no. Right. So, right. You, you can't. Are, you can't relate. To you on your teasers
7: with Buffalo this week?
5: I'm. I'm not yet. <laughs> I'm not. I, Jimmy, I'm. I see. I've gone with the. I tease the dogs
7: up. I mean, we've smallest margin of victory since yeah. 1970. Yeah. I mean, has been crazy. I've told people for a thousand years. You know, when, when you tease the, the NFL up, you know your your backdoor coverage really, really alive. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it certainly is.
5: Jimmy Vicario, it's always a blast hanging out with you, Jimmy. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. See you later, guys right. and girls. And girls, thank you. Yes, we got uh, Liz Foster behind the glass uh, as well downstairs. When we return, Paul and Jeff, they're back on the show here on Live Bet Saturday.
3: This is Live Bet Saturday on VCN, the Sports Betting Network.
5: Bet MGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with Bet MGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at Bet MGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points. You can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app, featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up at the BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We welcome back to the show Paul Stone from Circa and Jeff Parles from Mandalay Bay. I'm here over at the South Point. Big thanks to Jimmy Vicaro, legendary odds maker, for stopping by, as always, with Matt Santos, our producer behind the glass, and the whole team helping us out. Very busy college football Saturday, as always. Uh, Final thoughts, though. Uh, Paul, Michigan, they get the job done It was not easy, 1917, the win over Illinois. And so the theme today, it's, it's either been the big, big upsets outright or the very close calls, and so make it two undefeated teams, Michigan and TCU. Boy, do they get scares today, and they're both hanging on, both now firmly in that college football picture, of course, for Michigan. Now they have to turn their attention as they'll be about a touchdown dog, you'd think, against Ohio State next week at the horseshoe.
3: Yeah, I tell you, uh, Ben, it's it's survive in advance. No question about it. Uh, Michigan converts that fourth down pass, and uh, it looked like, and I think you mentioned it uh, during your interview with uh, Jimmy, it looked like the ball, maybe the catch was aided somewhat by the ground, but uh, the uh, call stands, it's uh, completion. Michigan subsequently uh, kicks the field goal to win. So it's just, uh, you know, (laughs) some of these games, where a team's, you know, favored by two touchdowns and change, or in some cases even more, um, those can be uh, those can be tough roads to hose. So who knows? You know, there's a lot of football still to be played today, and we might, uh, you know, like they say, you ain't seen nothing yet. There might be one pop-up that even surpasses uh, TCU and Michigan's uh, narrow escapes. Might have one of the, the others, Ohio State, you know, like you said, uh, coming up against Maryland is nearly a four-touchdown favorite. Right. Uh, They might get a turn at the uh, gauntlet, so it's going to be a a great watch today.
5: Well, maybe they got. It looks like they got the memo early, Paul. Maybe a little pigeon carrier came over to uh, Maryland and told Ohio State, "Hey, let's 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 get it going from the start, guys, because they they need less than two minutes to score seven nothing Buckeyes right away." That's the first score of our late afternoon window games. Buckeyes already up to thirty and a half now in the live market. Sixty nine and a half is your updated total. That game went off twenty six and a half. And it's 62 and a half with Ohio State, the big, big favorite. Uh, Jeff, as we just clean up all the early window results, though, coming home, mentioned while we were on with Jimmy, wow, Vanderbilt gets an upset win, 14-point home dog over Florida, 31-24 with that outright win. A pit and Duke, a game you were heavily invested in, Jeff. That comes right down to the wire. In a battle of uh, two above 500 ACC teams, Duke scores late to get you in the back door. Uh, how, how fortunate were you, Jeff? I, I wasn't watching. I know you were very intently focused there.
4: On a, on a scale of one to Rutgers last <laughs> week, yes, it was probably you. about an eight and a half. Um, again, that's going to be the best one of all time for you and I, Ben. Uh, fourth and 19 at the 20-yard line for Duke. They throw a touchdown with under a minute to go out of timeout, so it was game over if they don't complete the pass. Uh, they fail on a two-point conversion. Pitt recovers the onside kick. Everyone goes home happy. Overbackers go home go. happy. I go home happy uh, with, with taking seven uh, late last night with Duke. close six and a half. Didn't matter what number yet had on the Blue Devils he got home. Uh, pretty even game. Two teams that... Look, uh, I I don't like Narduzzi, but Pitt always has talent. And this Duke team, uh, look, I got to give Mike Elko a lot of credit because that team last year and Cutcliffe's last year was dreadful. And Mike Elko's coming in right away, and they have low win total easily in a bowl game in year one for elko so maybe things looking up again in durham for the duke football program
5: no, Been a very solid resuscitation job there in year number one the other games you talk about the acc va does pull the upset 23 22 that's a game we were mentioning earlier 10 or 10 and a half point dogs on the road against liberty As they get the win, that stays under a 46 or 46 and a half total also in that spot. Get a couple more early game thoughts. We also have some halftime lines we want to get to before we get to the end of the hour. But, Paul, I know you've got to play. This game kicks off in about uh, 10 minutes or so. Just looking at the updated price here as you're looking to get involved, Cincinnati and Temple. And we talk about what a crazy day it's already been in college football. It started in the American where you had Navy go to Orlando, outright upset 15-and-a-half-point dog against UCF here. So that has really opened things up in the race for the American Championship game. And you look at uh, where we're sitting right now, uh, the updated line, Cincinnati still holding pretty steady at 17 in Philadelphia, taking on Temple with a 49 total. Uh,
3: What do you make of the spot here for Luke Fickle and the Bearcats? Well, on one hand, I mean, you've obviously got a, a Temple team that has covered four straight games, and they've been quite competitive in doing so. And then on the other side, you've got a Cincinnati team. They have failed to cover their last six contests. Uh, all has not been lost, though, for the Bearcats. They have won five of those 6 nine non-covers during that stretch. So a person might ask, why would I recommend you know, taking Cincinnati here and laying the points? You know, First of all, I'll say this is not one of my bigger plays, but I do think there's actually value on the Bearcats' side. Uh, last Sunday, Circa and Matthew Metcalf, they opened the game – uh, Cincinnati minus 20. Uh, the market landed on the Temple side, clearly uh, pushed the line downward to 17. But I think that, that Mad and Circa here, I think they were right the first time at minus 20. I think there's just a tad bit of value. Cincinnati certainly has the big game on deck at home against Tulane next week. But I just think, uh, you know, Cincinnati, I don't think anybody would question the fact that they've got a, you know, superior talent to Temple. Uh, I think they win this game by three touchdowns or more today in Philadelphia. And now with that line down to 17, does represent some pretty solid value there. So that's the Paul Stone play for a game
5: kicking off 4 p.m. Eastern Cincinnati, minus 17 there at Temple. Jeff, as we take a look again, some of the early results and now some of the halftime opportunities we'll have. Uh, so it's been a you know, mixed bag. I know you, you always love to go way down the card, Jeff, uh, your bet in the FCS got there. Nice call on Yale. Yale yes. gets the win over Harvard, go Bulldogs. 1914, go Bulldogs. <laughs> you and Paul, you know, t- tough one for UConn who were in the game against army early black Knights score late touchdown to cover the 10 and a half 34, 17 for army. So a mixed bag on the smaller schools, but uh, the game that you and I have both been drawn to from a raw box score perspective right now, Jeff game at the half in the big 12. Kansas state right now, one game lead for second place in the big 12, trying to punch their ticket to Arlington in the big 12 title game, going to West Virginia and taking on the Mountaineers laying about five on the road when this game closed. And I I had to look and, and double check this like two or three, maybe even four times. Jeff, I'll be honest with you because we're at the half and the score is Kansas state 41, West Virginia, 25 in a game that has basically already gone over the total. Uh, It went over the total at about the 10-minute mark of the first half. Uh, Pick them in 30-and-a-half for the second half. What the heck is going on in Morgantown?
4: Uh, The defenses uh, have uh, packed it up for winter. So, you know, it was 47 at the end of the first quarter, slowed down a little bit in the second quarter. I'm not going to get more involved. I I had the Mountaineers getting eight. Uh, I'm not bothering any any further here. Uh, Both teams have done whatever they wanted. Uh, I I don't trust either of these teams to get stops, but I mean, 30 and a half, I mean, it's it's 96 and a half. I mean, that's still, even though we're already at 66, that's still a a wildly high total, as you know, Ben.
5: Yes, the 47 points in the first quarter, our pregame total was 54 behind us at South Point. At close right now, and seeing again that pick 'em. So K State minus 16, and then the 30 and a half. Jeff explaining the correlation there on the number for the second half. One other halftime line, Jeff. What are your thoughts on the the always great 11:15 a.m. local kick in Tempe, Arizona? Oregon State 14, Arizona State 7 at the break. It's OSU minus three and a half. Looking here at the second half, 25 year total. Just looking at the updated uh, pregame number that we had as well coming in. Uh, this one did look pretty solid. It was Oregon State minus six at the open, 58. Eight and a half uh, was the total here. So beavers in this very awkward early start in Tempe have looked solid so far. albeit with the backup at quarterback and Ben Goldbergson, who's eight to 10, 119 yards to the air, Jeff, and a
4: touchdown to this point. Well, we've seen a bunch of uh already this year, Ben, due to injuries uh, on the beaves, uh, Oregon States at eight and a half yards of play. Take that as you may. Usually when that way, especially with a team that uh, has, I would say, look, uh, It's been a miserable year in Tepe for for the Sun Devils. Uh, I I would probably only look to lay in three and a half in the second half with Oregon State, but uh, uh, this is one I'm not going to get involved with.
5: Don't blame you on that. And the big move was to the under here, most notably from, as I mentioned, that Circa opener last Sunday morning, 58 and a half, moved five points. We're certainly trending toward the under there. did did see some late money as well on OSU from six up to seven point favorites leading by the seven right now. So as we turn our attention to this late afternoon slate, Miami and Clemson underway Clemson, an early touchdown there mentioned the Ohio state early touchdown against Maryland and then Texas just punched it in against Kansas. So some of the big favorites, trying to hold serve after we had a whole boatload of either scares or uh, outright upsets in the early window as we roll into our second hour of coverage here on VEASAN. We'll keep you posted. Look for some angles, in-game betting, some halftime lines, and also look ahead. Paul has a bunch of plays for the night card as well. Stick with us. Another hour of Live Bet Sunday starts next.